0: Hey there, I'm Rachel Roberts, and this is Don't Sleep On It by HuffPost. It's International Women's Month, and HuffPost is celebrating with its What Women Want Now series, dedicated to content about the issues and stories that matter most to women and what they want from the world as it exists today. We're talking to HuffPost fashion and lifestyle editor Jamie Feldman, who wrote an article entitled It's 2019 and Women Are Still Hiding Tampons Up Their Sleeves at Work. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Uh, In the article, you write that a great way to start destigmatizing periods is to talk about them. So I thought I'd have you on to talk about it. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like periods are moving further into the zeitgeist right now. The documentary about menstruation, period, end of sentence, just won that Oscar. Why is it so important to take the stigma out of periods?
1: Well, I think, you know, first of all, the fact that as the article suggests it's 2019 and people are still hiding tampons up their sleeves not feeling comfortable to talk about their periods you know not feeling comfortable to ask to go home early if they're not feeling well i think is a huge problem and i think is kind of indicative of issues in the workplace as a whole as it as it applies to being a woman and i think the only way to combat that and the only way to change that is through talking and through education and i think it's really exciting that a documentary about periods, just one, but not everybody is going to watch that documentary. Everybody goes to work and everybody who experiences a period has a story about getting their period at work. So I think it was really important to kind of explore that relationship. I got so many responses from women who are just like people who get periods who were just like, it's horrible. I can't deal with it. Everything from kind of funny stories, a little anecdotes to sad, depressing, and harrowing stories. Totally.
0: One story I was shocked by was the woman who you wrote unexpectedly got a heavy period, and then she leaked on her chair and allegedly was fired for it.
1: Right. But you said the ACLU stepped in when it was dismissed and it was eventually settled. Alicia Coleman, um, her account is so harrowing and so uh, jarring to hear, right? Anybody who has had experience with leaking or, you know, has had to, like, crumple up toilet paper and use it as a makeshift tampon. Like, we kind of get ourselves into these situations and try to make things easier for ourselves at work and to just hear a case of someone who had no control over the fact that she was experiencing a heavy period and, as a result, lost her job was just devastating. I mean, that not only did she have to deal with the embarrassment of leaking at work and, dealing with that. Anybody who has a period has also dealt with the fear that you're leaking, right? Or the fear that you're going through your skirt or your pants or whatever you're wearing. Uh, But then on top of that, to feel like your job is in jeopardy is, I think, on the extreme end. That was the only story I was able to find. Fortunately, that was the case. But One story is too many stories. Absolutely. And
0: I think you made a really good point, too, about feeling uncomfortable. And even if you don't have something like endometriosis or something that really does physically affect you every month, not being able to talk about it or say, you know what, I'm not feeling well. Or we use these coded terms of, you know, oh, I'm not really feeling well today. Can I go home? As opposed to being able to just say, you know what, this is a physical thing that's happening to
1: my body. Right. It's not open. And, you know, I'm not... I understand if people don't want to run around screaming through the office that they have their periods, (laughs) but it's not something that should be a secret. I feel like I still to this day will, if I'm using a tampon, I try to be cognizant of it and I try to not do this, but I will put a tampon up my sleeve or in my pocket or try to be super discreet about it. I think... Fortunately for us, we work in a place where it's okay to have these conversations and it's it's more likely and it's more common, but a lot of for a lot of people, that's not the case. Absolutely. Another thing
0: that kind of blew my mind was that Viagra and condoms are currently covered by the health benefit HSAs and FSAs, but tampons and pads aren't because it's considered a
1: normal bodily function that doesn't need to be covered. It's shocking to me. I mean, the yeah. things I've looked at, through the FSA store. You know, you can go into an actual website and see the things that you can buy. Even, I mean, condoms and Viagra, that's like a whole other hypocritical issue, but like Band-Aids and all this... Right. Sunscreen. Ra- sunscreen yeah. like all this random stuff. Uh, and it's just kind of crazy that, that menstrual products are not a part of that. Basically because menstruation is seen as a healthy function of the body, menstrual products are not listed as something that you would need to cover under FSA, HSA. The laws are complicated. And I think that the history goes way deeper than I was able to dig into for this piece. But I was able to find at least one person who's fighting to get those items covered, which is really exciting and uh, I think really honorable. Um, Her name is Grace Meng and she's introduced a bill to get them covered under FSA.
0: That's amazing. And is that going to be,
1: is that out right now or is it So she introduced it a while back, and it didn't end up going through. It actually passed in the House, but then it wasn't taken up by the Senate, so she has plans to reintroduce this year. So there's hope. (laughs) There's hope,
0: yes. (laughs) You mentioned this before we started, but you said that your eyes had really opened to a lot writing this piece and that you learned a lot. What were your main takeaways from writing this piece?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we touched on it. I think the fact that we're not talking about this enough and we're not— supporting people who experience periods in the workplace enough, I always knew that. And I, I know that as a person with a period who has a job, um, mm-hmm. that, you know, it's still, there are still many issues. And I, I hear from friends and family all the time, but just the outpouring, I mean, I got hundreds of emails saying anything from just, it's really uncomfortable, something small to even bigger things to, you know, I work in a male dominated field and it feels impossible when I'm menstruating. To someone getting fired, like Alicia Coleman, to not having access to menstrual products, which is you know kind of the bare minimum. Uh, in our office, we are sometimes when we're lucky, you know, given products in our bathrooms for free. A lot of companies don't even have that. A lot of companies still have those ancient machines that are Quarters. like twenty-five <laughs> cent maxi pads, and they're not stocked. Uh, you know, they're it's not they're not accessible, and you know people get their period they should have free access to menstrual products right it's right. a fact of life you know
0: right and I, I i do find it so interesting that this fact of life that everybody has it's just something that happens is something that we don't
1: talk about it doesn't make any sense to me no. i mean you know people are quick to talk about pregnancy and people want to have sex and people want to talk about sex sex is so sexy but like all of a sudden you don't have your period, you're pregnant, it all it all relates to each other. Like, if you're having sex with someone and you don't want to get pregnant, you you should consider the, a period a blessing, right? Like, right. really? Right. You people are just, I don't understand why people are so averse to it. Why? Because it can be messy and it's not, like, beautiful and it has, it's red? I don't know. I don't know. Right, it doesn't right. make sense to me. It's, you know, a bodily function just like any other bodily function. Yeah. Um, I, it's funny, I actually am doing a story about Sandra Lee, who is famous for extracting blackheads. She's a pimple popper. Yes, She's a dermatologist. oh, I love Dr. Pimple Popper. And <laughs> that's gross. Like, <laughs> like, like big right. cysts being popped. Like, people love it it's gross right like your period is not gross it's a fact of life that we need to be talking more about I think
0: right and people are like standing for Dr pimple Popper. Oh, like holy- no she has shame three million
1: <laughs> followers on Instagram like and I'm totally I'm totally into it but if you're gonna call something gross let's let's be real here right right <laughs> I uh, I also was thinking about how this
0: outpouring that you got it it kind of maybe speaks to this idea that we normally can't talk about it. So it's like the chance to be able to. So many people jumped at it and just wanted, it's like, oh my god, someone's actually
1: asking me this. Yeah. Because like, it isn't something
0: we talk about.
1: No, and I think I find that in my work and you know in my job, kind of helping tell other people's stories and writing about human interest topics. The the big takeaway I always have, and the, and the you know the best stories that I write are about topics where people would like to feel a little bit less alone. Mm -hmm. And just even for me as the reporter on this, hearing emails from people saying, you know, oh, I shoved toilet paper up there because I, you know, I didn't have a tampon or I was sitting at work so scared that I was going to leak through my pants. I, that makes me feel less alone right I think absolutely. every person who reads that can relate to that the relatability factor of it is so strong and it, and it affects 50 percent of the population so we shouldn't have to feel alone in that we should feel like we have community and we should feel like we we should feel safe to talk about these things with each other and with anybody absolutely I love I think it's a great way to end
0: talk about it with anybody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming on of course thanks for having me it's so fun For all of HuffPost's What Women Want Now coverage, head to HuffPost.com. Thank you.